0: Alperin Shangun is your Western Conference Player of the Week. Let's talk about it. What is going on, everyone? Welcome to another edition of Summit State of Mind, presented to you by the Apollo Podcast Network. In this episode, we're going to discuss your reigning Western Conference Player of the Week, Alperin Sengun. We're going to discuss the lingering injuries to Tari Eason and Dylan Brooks. We're also going to discuss the need for consistency on this Rockets team, and we're going to preview Rockets versus Bulls. Hope everyone out there is having a great and fantastic New Year. Let's go ahead and open this episode with the question of the night: How many Western Conference Player of the Week awards can Alperin Shangun win the rest of the season? It took till the New Year, but he finally got his first of the at least of this season. So, how many do you think uh, Western Conference Player of the Weeks can Alperin Shangun garner before the end of the season? Is it just going to be this one, or can he possibly win? A couple of more. Drop your comments right now on YouTube below. I want to hear from each and every one of y'all. How many Western Conference Player of the Weeks can Alperin Shangun win by the end of this season? Boys and girls, if you hadn't already heard me say a thousand different times in a thousand different ways, congratulations to one Alperin Shangun. That's right, the all star, the future all star of this Houston. Rockets the 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 person that binds this team together that's right he won his first Western Conference player of the week I'm so psyched so happy so well deserved uh, for the week that he played in four games he averaged 24 points seven rebounds four assists uh four and a half assists and led the Rockets to a three and one record there's no better player more deserving of a player you led the team basically to three and one all without dylan brooks first of all your best defensive player on your team with an in and out tari eason who has not been playing as of late you are basically coming in here with you, you lost you know you lost a starter and you lost a very big bench player balper and shangun continues to be the high score, the the best player by far on this team and he finally gets recognized for it, especially considering how, you know, how far he's come, especially from the start of the season. I mean, gosh, we were in preseason and people were already calling for his head and saying maybe he shouldn't even start. Maybe we should look at trading him. No, nah. He basically proved each and every one of of those doubters wrong. And now look, he earned Western Conference Player of the Week. Very well-deserved. I wonder how much he's going to win before it's all said and done because he performs so consistently every single game. We're going to start seeing more of these as they come, but congrats on the very first Western Conference Player of the Week award for Alperin Look let's dive a little deeper into this albrin shangoon it does it moves further and farther than this because of the fact that we are getting closer to getting him possibly getting him to the all-star game it's a little wishy-washy it's a little tough right now he's 7th overall in all-star votes for the western conference does not look good in terms of uh, at least in the first round of votes so as, this is the amazing thing right here and this is where i, I have to give credit I got to give credit to the country of Turkey. Shout-outs to the Turkey listeners that are that are still here and listening to this show and this podcast. Because shout-outs to y'all. Because y'all absolutely killed it. Because the second that those rankings came out, the first round of votes, 300,000-plus votes for in Shangun, seventh overall, the, the whole country of Turkey stepped up their game. And what I mean by that is that it is reported that the president of Turkey... There were sports clubs, influencers, TV shows, and billboards all dedicated to... Basically, telling everyone, hey, vote for Alperin Shangun, get him into the All Star game. I love it. You're backing him like he's one of your, like he's a son, like he's one of the favorite sons of Turkey. Very, very well deserved. Shout outs and kudos to y'all because it may be these votes that may propel him into the top five. I'm hoping the top four. Uh, hopefully he can make it. I, I don't, it's going to be, like I said, very difficult, like I said in past episodes, very difficult for him to make the all-star game it's going to be very difficult a lot of players he has to uh, excel and beat over in terms of all-star voting however everyone can do their part the whole country of turkey is doing the part it's gone so far as the master chef turkey finale had mentioned alperin shangun's all-star bid and how to vote how insane is that i mean master chef turkey shout outs to y'all seriously shout outs to the entire country of turkey there's no player in my opinion more underrated uh in the nba at least from a from a national perspective i mean if it's if you watch this show all the time he's definitely not underrated if you're a houston rockets fan you know for a fact he's not underrated but the totality of the, the NBA along with the media you know you you look at Steph Curry you know you tend to favorite those types of players LeBron James obviously Anthony Davis who both play for the Lakers Luka Doncic who's been here longer now um, who've had you know longer careers in terms of uh, expanding and, and Alperin Shangun finally making the breakout the first breakout year this season um, let's go ahead and, and let's shock the world let's freaking shock the world now let's get Alperin Shangun to the all-star game let's continue to build upon this man's already impressive resume as it is let's tack on along with the Western Conference Player of the Week. Let's get him to the All-Star Game and let's continue to build upon this so we can get him all the love that he deserves because he has absolutely earned it. The dude has been balling, especially on the court. So very well-deserved. Uh, once again, shout-outs to the entire country of Turkey that have been doing their part. Y'all can do your part right now. If you watch, listen to the show by going to uh, NBA.com. Uh, go, actually, no. Go to Rockets.com slash NBA All-Star voting and go look at... And go Go look it up right now you can go ahead and put your immediate vote one vote for every 24 hours use your email address go ahead and put your vote in right now every vote counts let's get Alperin Shangoon to the all-star game all right let's move on I do want to discuss and talk about the lingering injuries and what I mean by lingering injuries <sighs> it's been tough lately um, in terms of the injury department We've we haven't had Dylan Brooks now for seven for seven games. Uh, we've lost Tari Eason now for a, a more than a handful of games at this point. Um, load man, uh, uh, they're trying to manage the leg injury. So basically, to to dial back, Tari Eason has been dealing with a lower uh, left leg injury. Uh, Dylan Brooks has been dealing with an oblique injury that's been ongoing since uh, I think December twenty six. So the let's discuss and talk about Tari Eason first. Tari Eason. They've been trying to manage his minutes. Um, this is. The, so they're not disclosing the totality of what's going on with the injury. Um, based on reports, based on what I've read. It looks to be what's going on with Tari Eason is that it's a lingering injury, which means it's a lingering injury from what happened. If people tend to forget, he did get injured in the preseason when he got uh, when he got stepped on or he got uh, sat on by another one of the NBA players during a preseason game. I don't remember what the team was exactly, but I do remember the injury itself. It wasn't a good looking injury. Um, it just seems to be a lingering injury, and it's the same leg. Um, we're thinking that that's where the the this is kind of lingering, and I, I don't think he's improving and when you when you get these types of injuries and when they're lingering injuries the the best the best mode of uh getting better or immediately getting yourself cured is to rest and the thing is is that we haven't like really deemed them as out out He's been out like day to day, he'll be out one game, out another game and like they try to limit his minutes and in his and it's a shame too because since he returned he's been like averaging 13 points a game. He's been playing very very well. He's been a real energizer bunny for this team. I mean, never giving up on plays at all. He's absolutely been phenomenal in doing his part. However, um the fact that he's not able to play every every single game, they have to limit his minutes. They're they're being cautious with him right now and i think that as the houston rockets you have to do that when you have a lingering injury like this it's obvious i don't know if it was a set i don't know if he's had a setback in during like uh, physical therapy i don't know if he's had a setback during practices but they're being very 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 careful in which case i have to tend to agree with whatever the medical staff says so if they want to be very careful with tari eason's injury it means that it has not gotten significantly better And if they're being extra careful, there's a fear that it could get worse. So trust the staff right now. Unfortunately, Tari Eason is a tough uh, player to replace. You don't replace him right away with one player. You just have to replace him in the aggregate. And what I mean by that is having other players step up, a la Jayshon Tate, a la Jeff Green. Unfortunately, that has to get more minutes. Speaking of players uh, that are also out, unfortunately, Dylan Brooks has still been out. By the way, they're both ruled out for tomorrow as well against the Chicago Bulls. So we're definitely not going to get Tyre Eason, nor are we going to get a Dylan Brooks. And if I can expand a little further on Dylan Brooks' injury, uh, I was able to pull up some stats that I thought were very interesting. He's missed the last seven games, including uh, most of the, or the most of the second half against the Indiana Pacers. And I've noticed this. And and what is Dylan Brooks most known for? He's known for his defense and what he plays. And when he's on that court. You know, we we average in in terms of points given up. We average about 106 points given up per game, which is huge, especially in today's NBA. It's obvious that he is a needle mover in terms of defensive uh, culture that Ime Udoka wants, and he's definitely a glue to that defense to keep it together. But to give everyone a perspective onto how important he is, Dylan Brooks is on the defensive end. In the past seven games that he's missed, these are the numbers of points that were given up: 129. 131, 113, 101, 122, 108, 120. To average all of that together in the last seven games, that is 117 points per game that have been given up since Dylan Brooks has been gone from the court. And that is like, you're looking at about an 11 point discrepancy from when he is on the court. So that alone is... is it, It's not like a little margin. That's a wide margin. You give up 117 points per game when Dylan Brooks is not on the floor. You go from 106 to 117. The Rockets don't have a problem scoring the ball. However, when you... Give up 117 plus points a game. You heard those averages. I said 122 at one point. I said 130 at one point. These are high numbers. This is not Houston Rockets branded defense that we've come to know and love. At least with the first uh, quarter of the season, we need to see better from the defense overall. The good news about Dylan Brooks and Tara Easton being out is that the schedule is not hectic. It's not a heavy uh dated schedule in terms of uh, competition in terms of uh, teams that are competing we're not the the schedule's a little light this road trip it's not a crazy road trip we are going to be playing boston this road trip though i would like to see one of tari eastern or dylan brooks back at that point especially against boston especially to help J- guard jason tatum dude's a baller So hopefully they can get back by that point. But good news on that front is that Dylan Brooks as well is practicing with the team. So he is attending practices, um, traveling, doing whatever he needs to do with the team. So we may see him back this road trip. And I'm really crossing my fingers um, to get him back. Like I said, uh, to backtrack with what I was saying, Tari Eason has not improved it from the looks of it. Um, That is the one I probably would be a little bit more cautious with. When it comes to Dylan Brooks, I'm perfectly fine with it. Uh, It's an oblique injury. It's not an overall lingering injury, though. It could improve with time. So I'm anticipating him to actually return a little bit sooner. Tar Eason, uh, it's a little up in the air. I don't know, honestly, what to expect because he'll play limited minutes, 20 to 25 minutes, and then he'll sit and like the idea is that they're managing the stress of, of of the leg injury however they're saying they're managing it which means he won't play the second of game or, or one game of back-to-back games but it seems like no matter what it was back-to-back he missed the last back-to-back both games and then he's missed he missed last game against miami uh and now he's gonna miss tomorrow's game against chicago so this is a little concerning now um hopefully like i said Players like Jay Sean Tate, players like Jeff Green, the forwards that can come in. You can't replace the type of play that Dylan Brooks and Tari Eason play. You can't replicate it. So what you do is you next man up. You, you basically fill in these stats in the aggregate. So I'm hoping that these players can step up and make noise, including Cam Whitmore as well. Can't forget Cam Whitmore. He's getting get he's going to get more minutes, especially against this game, upcoming game against the Bulls. So we're looking forward to it. Okay, let's go move on to the next, next topic right now. I do want to discuss in terms of need of consistency because it really seems like, you know, we'll win one, lose one, win two, lose two, win one. You know, it's like we can't seem to find some type of consistency in terms of playing well. There's a lot of reasons for that. Obviously, one of the reasons being, which I just stated in the past segment, was obviously uh, the lack of having Dylan Brooks and Tari Eason on the floor. Jabari Smith missed a couple games as well. There, there's like there's and this is. This is the NBA. This is sports. You know, you get into the dog days of the season, whether it's NBA, MLB, uh, soccer, NFL, whatever, what have you, hockey. When you get into these dog days of the season, injuries tend to happen. So that's not the problem here. Like, we know you're going to go through some lingering injuries amongst certain players That just happens. It's the eps and flows of the season. The great teams, the really good teams find a way to remain consistent along with the next man up mantra. So in terms of the Rockets finding their way to getting consistent because... I don't want to discuss too much about the Miami game. Enough time had passed already. Uh, it was yesterday. It was it was a loss. We did beat the Bucs. I, unfortunately, I was not able to review that game as well. I, I can't give it specific in-game reviews because enough time had passed between them, and I don't want to give you all a bunch of old news or rehash what you've probably already watched or listened to. But at the very least, I can do say, though, is that what made them really good against the Bucks. Is another reason as to why they lost really, you know, is what's the reason why they lost to Miami. See, that's that's the problem, and that's where we need to find a little bit more consistency amongst this team. I mean, Jabari and Jalen had a really, really bad game against Miami. They shot the ball horribly. And that's the thing, and that's part of the problem. So, in terms of finding consistency, consistency starts mostly with coaching. And uh, it starts. It starts at the top with coaching, obviously, and then it begins. And then it starts to trickle down with the vets, you know, with Fred VanVleet. Um, I, w- I was gonna say Dylan Brooks, but not Dylan Brooks. Uh, then you think about Jay Sean Tate, and then outbring Shingun to a degree. Kid's been playing pro ball since he was sixteen years old. So, I mean, he's been playing consistently as well. But then you start thinking about the young players that are trying to find their way. Excuse me. You start talking about. Jalen Green, you start talking about Jabari Smith Jr., and then, you know, when they don't play consistently, you see, that's part of the problem. To find consistency on this team, top to bottom, we they all players, to a degree, need to play consistently because we're not talented enough as a team to where if one player doesn't do well another player will pick them up and play exceedingly well and what I mean by that is like if Jalen Green has a bad game for instance then maybe Cam Whitmore can go off for 15 to 20 points or if Jabari Smith doesn't go off then we can get a Jay Sean Tate 20 point game we're just not a talented enough team to supplant for when the young guys aren't playing well enough And that includes an Amon Thompson as well. This is where these guys kind of need to start stepping up with the injuries of players being out. It's next man up mantra. You have to step into the spotlight now and find that consistency. Um, Fred Van Vliet's been playing better overall offensively. They have lacked a lot defensively, which I've said earlier in the past segment. With Dylan Brooks being out here, um, you're starting to see a lot of doubling, tripling, Of Alperin Shangun. It's how Alperin Shangun's going to adjust to it, which he's doing pretty well, all things considered. The thing is, when that happens, is that the offensive player's output needs to increase now, especially because they want to get the ball out of Alperin Shangun's hands. Spolster's defense, for example, last game was very hard on Alperin Shangun. He couldn't get a lot of shots up, shot the ball very well, all things considered. However, they still, I mean, they still lost by seven, 113 to 120. So, we need to get guys like Jabari and Jalen going. We're just not that talented enough of a team overall to where if one person doesn't play well, the other person can, another player can just step up. We're not a contender. We're not there yet. We're going to get there, but we're definitely not there yet. And we need to find that semblance of consistency. We need to start tacking on some wins. Win three, win, f- win three in a row, win four in a row. You don't need to win ten in a row. But, you know, if you, win, if you win three and lose one, you can start making separation amongst the standings. Win three, lose one. Uh, win four, lose two. Like, that is where you want to be. You don't want to be at the one and one two and two uh two and four but then all of a sudden you go four and two it's like it's not consistent enough you need to find a way to separate yourself from the pack and they're currently at the eighth seed they're hovering around the eighth seed right now as new orleans starts to exceed and start they're starting now to uh create that separation now we're at two and a half games behind the seventh seed playoff started today we'd play be playing against new orleans so that's something to think about in the future. All right, boys and girls, let's go ahead and move on to our last segment. Let's talk about it. Rockets versus Bulls. That's right. Houston Rockets versus the Chicago Bulls that's going to be played in Chicago. That's right, the Bulls, the Chicago Bulls. Ugh, that's the thing with this team. I'm going to pull up I'm going to pull up some of their stats right here. I mean, they're not I mean, I'm not trying to be mean here, but they're they're not an overall good team. They're just not. They're 17 and 21. I mean, this is they. They. they I mean, gosh, I, I want to see Lonzo Ball play, but he has been injured for so long, and you got Tamar DeRozan, obviously, Alex Caruso, uh, Zach Levine. Like you got guys, and they're not. I mean, gosh, he's Zach Levine's not even starting at this point. Alex Caruso, like these, they got some Hoopers, but this team is definitely beatable. We need the Rockets to step up and take care of business here. The the Rockets are a better team than the Chicago Bulls. So let's talk about it right now. Let's talk about three keys to the game in terms of getting this win against the Chicago Bulls. Key number one, which I discussed earlier, defense. Defend. Do what made y'all great. What's made y'all great these past the for the past, you know, the whole season. I know that you've given up 117 points a game with uh, Dylan Brooks being out, but you need to go back to your defensive identity, which means Jayshon Jabari, uh, Dil- uh no, sorry, Jayshon Jabari. I was gonna say Dylan, Fred. Um, you need Jeff Green. You need Cam Whitmore. You need Jalen. You need a men. Like you need these guys to step up in the aggregate and fill that void. Which means you need to come in. And come in with that defensive mindset and that defensive mentality. So that's key number one. Key number two, I need the young guys to have a good game here. And I mean this. And I I don't need all of them. But I need Jabari or Jalen to have our two starters outside of Alperin, Shangun of young players that need to step up. I need one good game out of them. And what I mean by good game is I need a good offensive game. We're just not, with all the injuries, we're just not talented enough to to overcome this if if one of those starters isn't scoring well i'm telling you right now if jabari and jalen score uh you know score very inefficiently and they only score about eight to ten points we're gonna lose the game i mean that's just we just don't have enough offense if that's the case so i need one good game out of the both of them that's key number two uh key number three our bench versus their bench. I need Amen Thompson, Cam Whitmore, Jeff Green. Uh, Aaron Holiday is gonna get some run. I need our bench to come in and step up and be a jolt of energy for this Rockets team because we've it's been shown time and time again when we can outscore another team's bench, we have a really really good record. So I need them to come in, set the tone immediately once the starters come off the court and and basically set the precedent. That means that Jeff Green needs to be a leader on a on defense and offense i need uh players like amen thompson to step up and cam whitmore step into the spotlight you're getting legit consistent pt now with these injuries uh with cam whitmore especially step up cam whitmore had a good game last game i need him to continue to step up step into the spotlight uh show ime udoka why you're here and if you do that we should win this game and oh my goodness i'm about to predict the game again and what prediction am i going to give well i've lost three games out of all the games that i've been predicting so far and by god i'm sticking to it i'm going 118 to 106 houston rockets win in double digits against chicago bulls i think they pull away in the second half um this team can show that they can score in bunches and i think that as long as those three keys hold we will win we won't just win but we'll win comfortably and we'll start running away with that in the second half, specifically in the third quarter. Once again, let's go ahead and end this episode. Look, Alperin, Shangunza a stud. Once again, make sure you vote for him to get into the All-Star game. Western Conference Player of the Week, drop it right now. How many how many Western Conference Player of the Week awards can he win before the end of the season? I want to hear what each and every one of y'all has to say. But, of course, I can't end this episode without shout-outs to our sponsor, big city wings, that's right, Houston's wing joint, Apollo's wing joint one time, ah, fun fact, I'm recording this on a Tuesday evening, which means if you find the most, uh, the, the closest big city wings nearest to you, you can get a, you can get a wing for wing, two for Tuesday, which means you buy one, get one, you order five wings, you get 10 for the price of five, you order 20 for the price of 10, absolutely incredible stuff, go get it right now, once again, my flavors, medium, and uh, garlic parmesan, or if I'm feeling zesty, going with a little lemon pepper action, some of the best wings I've ever had in my entire life, and believe me, I've had wings from a lot of different cities, and a lot of, and plenty of different countries. The Best Wings I've Ever Had still exists at Big City Wings, and it's in the beautiful city of Houston. Find your local and your nearest location nearest you, and go enjoy the Best Wings, Houston's Wing Joint, Apollo's Wing Joint, one time. Let's go ahead and end this episode. Uh, you can follow us on our Twitter at Summit SOM Pod. You can follow our Instagram at Summit State of Mind underscore P O D. Go follow my co-host who is now seems to be sporadic. I guess he comes every other episode. That's pretty much where we are now. So go ahead and give him a follow at JP underscore Mirabueno. You can give me a follow on well on Twitter at Summit Comish. Uh, follow all follow our uh, podcast network, our entire network, our media company at Apollo NBA. At Apollo HOU, shout outs to the, to the Apollo podcast brethren that continue to kill the game. Shout outs to BTD, Beyond the Diamond, the Crown, Jewel of Astros podcast. Be sure to give them your first listen for all Astros content. Shout outs to Off the Grid Gridiron. That's right, Apollo Texans. One time for the boys. They are in the playoffs and they came in hot with another great episode. Be sure to give them your first listen for all Houston Texans content. That's why I'm so psyched that they're in the playoffs. Let's fucking go and then of course we appreciate each and every one of y'all for making us your first listen for all houston rockets content that's gonna close the chapter and the book of episode 199 oh my gosh it is coming episode 200 200 episodes in and y'all are all still here man i y'all are incredible like seriously they all stuck around in the past three and a half years that we've been doing this and we're still going, and 200 uh, we're going to be almost 100, well, we're 199 in right now, and we got 199 more to go, and plus more to go, so, you know, excited to go on this journey with y'all, thank you so much, Uh, keep watching the Rockets, that's the bottom line here, so uh, I'm going to go ahead and end this episode as I end every episode, I can't get my verbiage right, I guess I'm just kind of shocked that I'm 199 episodes in, let's go ahead and end this episode as I end every episode with a Go Summit, Go Apollo, and you look, road trip don't mean nothing, Win some games. Show who you are, Jalen. Show who you are, Jabari. Show who you are, Opera and Shangun. Come back healthy, Dylan and Tari. And let's string a win streak together. Go, Rockets. Oh, yeah. One more thing. Watch basketball. Yeah. The summit for life.